If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, welcome in. Here we go. Monday, fun day on this January the 20th, 2020. It's time for the Morning Line here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri, and we'll do our best to try over the next uh, 57 minutes or so Try to put together what happened over a absolute crazy weekend in the world of sports. We had a little bit of everything on the buffet here. A little sports investing buffet is what we had since Friday. uh, Because we were looking forward to a weekend of uh, not only the customary NBA action. We certainly were going to get inundated with top 25 college hoop action. We knew... Of course, the NHL continuing to skate along until they get ready for an all-star break, uh, which is just around the corner in St. Louis. There was a fight. Well, well, it was something. There was a there was a fight card. Uh, The main event, uh, not so much a fight, but we still had an outcome there where people were able to uh, cash tickets, hopefully. And then it all culminated into yesterday where we uh, we had championship Sunday. We had uh, two, two games, four teams. Who would be on their way to my neck of the woods here in Miami to go head-to-head in order to be able to win that Super Bowl crown this year uh, in 2019? And the answers, I guess, hindsight is 2020, but really... I think we would all agree at this point, the two very best teams in the NFL are getting ready to battle in about 13 days to see who the champion is. And it's going to be an epic battle. But we will start, of course, in uh, in Kansas City and Arrowhead, where game number one yesterday opened up between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans. And guys, let's face it, this is now two weeks in a row that we had witnessed a team bust out into a huge double-digit lead there against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, They just, for some reason, can't seem to get off the schneid early on. But it hadn't been just early on. It had been like that throughout much of the season where Kansas City, sometimes a little bit of a slow starter, but by the time the second quarter comes in, guys, it is all KC all the time. And it was that same way yesterday again 
as the uh, they spotted him a 17 to 7 lead, that being the Tennessee Titans. And then Patrick Mahomes and company ended up taking over. And here, of course, are some of the uh, highlights in case you didn't get a chance to see that game. Here's what uh, some of it sounded like last night. It is Henry ready to take the snap. Remember, he threw a touchdown last week. Now he's going to take off. He's going to go in for the Tennessee touchdown. Derrick Henry. Direct snap. And he takes it home. From four yards out. First to go from the eight. They've collected five first downs to get inside the ten. Another jet sweep. It's Tyreek Hill. And he's in for the Kansas City touchdown. Second and ten as that Tennessee defense drops back. As long as try to make a diving tip that by Holmes who tipped those inside the ten. Still not down. Oh, what a run out of this world. Touchdown, Kansas City. Swings it way down the field. The Watkins. Sammy Watkins for the touchdown. Tannehill. Pressure. Frank Clark got him, and this game is over, and so is the 50-year drought between Super Bowls. Yeah, and all thanks to that man right there, Andy Reid, finally gets an opportunity once again to head to the Super Bowl to get off of that schneid. Finally, could he possibly get that first Super Bowl win, but holding the Lamar Hunt trophy right there, pretty nice stuff there as the Kansas City Chiefs simply roll over the Tennessee Titans. Now, Tennessee, give them credit. They certainly did not uh, They certainly did not roll over. They uh, did end up scoring a touchdown there in the second half, uh, but they just had no answer uh, for that second and third quarter of the, uh, of the Kansas City Chiefs. They just could not get it going. They got away from what got them there actually rather quickly, um, and that, uh, that was unfortunate because they could have uh, they could have gone with Derrick Henry a little bit longer. There were a couple of great stops there by Kansas City against Derrick Henry, but uh, I thought maybe they pulled the trigger on that a little bit uh, too soon, went away from it too soon, and then you know having to rely on uh, Ryan Tannehill uh, to throw the ball uh, was going to be always the big question mark, and, and he would. Wasn't like he did bad. He did have two touchdown passes, did throw for over 200 yards in that game. The problem was they just couldn't stop them on defense. A couple of three and outs, giving the ball right back to Kansas City, allowed Kansas City to do what they've always done, just go out on the field, march right up and down it, score touchdowns. And before you know it, Tennessee just didn't have enough uh, firepower in order to be able to compete with the Kansas City Chiefs. And when it was all done... The Chiefs rolled 35 to 24. They are on their way to Miami and they are getting ready to take on the winner of game number two last night. We'll have some highlights uh, in that game uh, that featured Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy G, right? Jimmy G taking on Aaron Rodgers. It was a rematch as well between. The San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. That took place back in week 12. And, oh, yeah, Green Bay got absolutely bulldozed in that game week 12. But this is a different Packers team, right? This is uh, different defense, uh, offensive line a little healthier. Uh, they uh, they just came off a, uh, a big win against the Seattle Seahawks, now traveling to take on Jimmy G and company, and would they be able to get the job done? Yeah, no. Uh, it was nice. It was fun. It was good while I thought, but uh, of all the games yesterday, that one was over the quickest. First half, it was over. We'll let you hear some of those uh, highlights and the reactions after the game. Plus, we'll take a look ahead. 13 days. Super Bowl, Miami. Give you the latest lines next year on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Morning line. Sports- 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time to get ready because it's coming. Super Bowl 54, Miami, Florida, 13 days away. Two best teams in the NFL going head-to-head. Welcome in to the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. It is the morning line here as we look to do our best to recap what happened uh, over a crazy week. Uh, Weekend, rather, in the world of sports and Big day even today coming up, guys. 14 NBA games, two NHL games, 25 college hoop games all on tap for a Monday this Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So if you have the day off, congratulations. Enjoy yourself. But remember, there's money to be made. That is correct. Uh, Plenty of opportunities on the board here today to put a couple of extra bucks in your pocket. We'll do our best to make sure that you uh, you go ahead and do just that. But just to finish off, of course, the Kansas City win. Andy Reid and company just so excited after the game in order to be able to say, you know what? Ready to go. And Andy Reid, uh, obviously, going up to the podium, very excited after the game. And, uh, you know, the Lamar Hunt trophy, the presentation on the field. Uh, Andy Reid, like a giant uh like a giant ward on a, on his back trying to get ready to go to a super bowl now finally uh it wasn't going to be one of those scenarios where oh again he can't get past it you know loses to tom brady there's always something with andy reed right well there wasn't anything uh yesterday that was preventing him from having a chance to win 
a Super Bowl trophy. It was one of those games where, again, when you guys kicked it in the gear after an early deficit, it was amazing to watch. How did you guys do it today? Well, Mike's done a nice job with that team, and, uh, man, we're just fired up to be sitting right here. Hey, on three, can we just give it one? How about those cheese? One, two. Having a really good time. Good old Andy Reid there on the uh, on the stage getting handed that uh, Lamar Hunt trophy there. Winner of the AFC now moving on. Of course, uh, a lot of his players uh, also spoke about what it means uh, to have Andy Reid as a coach and what it means to uh, what it means to go to the Super Bowl, including Patrick Mahomes. No, he didn't. I mean, I think that's the best thing about playing with Coach Reed. Playing for Coach Reed is that he he lets you be who you are. He lets you go out there and and really play the way that you want to play, as long as it's uh, according to the guidelines of how to play the quarterback position. He lets you be who you are. Yeah, it's, uh, and that echoed that sentiment uh, echoed across the uh, across the board there with all the players. Just really do love playing for Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey excited about heading to a uh, heading to a Super Bowl. I'll tell you what. It's been 7 years coming, baby. I learned one thing since I've been here. You got to fight for your right. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, man, busting in the old uh, Beastie Boys uh, drop there. Very, very nice. But uh, listen, Kansas City, there is no doubt uh, the best team out of the AFC, representing the AFC and and proudly. And they will go into this game against San Francisco 49ers as a one or at least a one and a half point uh, favorite as of right now. That game opened up as a pick em, folks, but a lot of money came in quickly. On the Kansas City Chief, of course, uh, moving that line a little bit towards uh, KC. But when it was all said and done, the Chiefs opened as a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in that game against Tennessee. And all throughout the week, it was back to seven. There was a lot of sharp money that came in, a lot of uh, pro money that came in backing the Tennessee Titans taking that seven and a half points there and looking at it as a gift. They did think this game was going to be a lot closer than what it ended up being. So there was definitely the pros. There was one, there was one side they were on in that game and it was definitely the Tennessee Titans. The public loved themselves and Patrick Mahomes loved themselves. The Kansas city chiefs, the total uh, also was uh, very interesting as the over hit. It opened at 51. It got real high during the week. Sometimes it was pushed up to 52 and a half, 53. Then all of a sudden yesterday, there was some buyback and uh, there was definitely a push to the under in a lot of sports books. In fact, we were on pro football today uh, and uh, yesterday here on sports grid and it was. It kept pushing down. Uh, it was 52, then it was 51 and a half, then it was 51. So there was some late buyback a little bit, getting that thing pushed up to around 52 in a lot of places. But none of it mattered as the uh, the final score landed on uh, 59. So the over was definitely the way to go in that game, and uh, it cashed, and it cashed rather easily if you backed the Tennessee Titans in the first half which was one of the plays we uh, we offered up yesterday on Pro Football Today, giving you guys an opportunity to, uh, to approach that game from a different perspective. If you liked Tennessee, the first half was definitely the way to go. They were getting four and a half points in that first half, and that quick 17-7 to lead really secured their chances of covering that, which they did by the hook, but they covered. Tennessee Titans win the first half. Kansas City wins the game, covers the game, the overhits, uh, very profitable for those, especially in the public, that backed Kansas City to get the job done. Coach Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, talks about uh, how uh, how to cope with the loss after the game. You know, it's not, this isn't about, you know, how I cope, you know, I mean, it's about how the players cope, you know, there's a lot of guys in there, I, you know, every year is new year. And, and again, it's not, it, 
you know, my concern is about the players. Yeah, it's uh, they just they made more plays. Bottom line, nothing else really that you can say. Tennessee, amazing season as a six seed to even get to that particular point. Doing it a little bit old school there, and very hard to uh, to match up with uh, with that team, the Kansas City Chiefs team, and uh, matchups uh, make uh, make the fight right. And unfortunately, they did everything they could. They got out early. A uh, slow start once again by Kansas City, and then they just could not stop uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, not only uh, missed tackles, there were some real sloppy plays and uh, some miscommunication there on defense, which ultimately led to them having to go away from Derrick Henry and doing what they had uh, done in order to be able to get to that point. And then they shifted a little bit more to the passing game. And then at that point, once the running game was no longer a threat, uh, Kansas City defensively was able to do some things and even limit that damage. So uh, congratulations. Nothing to be said. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. The better team won. The better team is moving on to represent. The best team, in fact, is moving on to represent the AFC. And they are going to take on the best team from the NFC, as if that was ever in doubt, as the number one seed. The San Francisco 49ers simply demolished once again the Green Bay Packers where it was major system failure across the board for the Green Bay Packers who many thought, including yours truly, and who told you the Green Bay Packers were maybe the biggest frauds in the NFL this year. Uh, that they uh, they benefited by going nine and one in one score games. They benefited from an extremely soft schedule. And while many will say, "Wow, they all they did was win games," well, they you know, they won, uh, they won. Except when they actually played real teams with real defenses who could run the ball. Uh, yeah, that was a problem, and uh, it was once again a problem for Green Bay yesterday, who are just way too one-dimensional in their in their approach to the game where it is two guys. It is either Aaron Jones or it is Devontae Adams. And if neither of those two guys are getting off, get what you got yesterday. Same result, maybe even worse than the first time around. We'll have some highlights on that game. We'll break down the numbers. Who made the money yesterday? Who lost their ass? going to want to hear this. We'll do that next year on the grid. Sportsman. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into The Grid. SportsGrid.com, and certainly we'd like to invite you to join us on YouTube and find us at the SportsGrid Network. Make sure you subscribe to our channel, and of course, you'll get all the sports wagering and fantasy advice you need in one spot all day long at the SportsGrid Network on YouTube. Hit the little bell in the upper right-hand corner and get notified every time we go live here. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, providing you guys uh, the very best in uh, in sports wagering and fantasy advice. And as long as you're going to be posting some selfies on Insta anyway, you might as well head over to at SportsGrid TV and make sure you check out all the highlights, all the picks uh, throughout the week. All great stuff there. Moneymaker at SportsGrid TV on Instagram. And golf. Uh, had some golf this weekend, too. Let us not forget. As it was uh, jam-packed, uh, there was an uh, opportunity at the American Express to uh, to dive in, make a few bucks. So if you want to be the next daily fantasy golf legend this season, well, it's time for you to go for the green with DailyRoto.com. And for a limited time right now, if you want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire, you have an opportunity to do so. And if you guys are seeing what I'm seeing, give me one second here. Uh, where There you go. That's right. For a limited time, get free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools, and, of course, the DailyRoto.com Fantasy Golf Optimizer. So don't lay up. Go for the green this PGA Tour season with Daily Roto. Head over to DailyRoto.com, enter that promo code GREEN, and get access for your free seven-day golf membership right now. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code GREEN. That'll start your free seven-day trial. DailyRoto.com is where millionaires are made. And uh, there was definitely some people cashing yesterday. Cha-ching! Millionaires being made in the NFL, uh, betting on the NFL yesterday. And, well... They were definitely in the positive, and it was a terrible, and I mean absolutely terrible day for the sports books around the country. And I know nobody's shedding a tear for the sports books. We get it. Uh, but there were six-figure payouts all over the place yesterday in those two games. 49ers, Chiefs, those two blowouts, those two easy covers, plus the two easy overs. Uh, involved, yeah, not a good day for uh, the sports books on either coast and everywhere in between as the liability clearly from a betting public standpoint lied with Kansas City and San Francisco and, of course, the over. So there were a ton of big bets that were placed that we heard about all throughout yesterday, of course, in the first game with Kansas City and Tennessee, uh, the bets just kept coming in. Forget about Mattress Mac, who uh, probably not the guy to ever emulate if you want to be a profitable sports investor. Uh, reason why is Mattress Mac, uh, he bets with his heart and he doesn't really bet with his head as he dropped, uh, I believe, a uh, million dollars or so backing the Tennessee Titans on the money line 
yesterday before uh, kickoff, but much like he did with the Houston Astros, where he just uh, went ahead and put a whole lot of money down throughout the uh, final months of the baseball season back in the Astros to win the World Series. Unfortunately, uh, that didn't work for him either. Uh, but it was an even worse day for the sports books yesterday as the public absolutely cleared house. It was uh, it was a good day for uh, for the betting public. So congratulations. See, the public doesn't always lose. It's also a very important lesson that we uh, try to remind folks of that while being a contrarian is fun and it's uh, over time definitely proven to be an extremely profitable uh, avenue to go down. And contrarian is just simply where the public goes, you go the other way. And yeah, uh, did not work out yesterday as both favorites easily covered. The overs easily hit. And now we move on to one final game in the NFL season, an opportunity for folks to be able to cash in the NFL season. One final game. And they are anticipating, by the way, that this Super Bowl here, Super Bowl uh what is it, 54, did we say? 50, uh, I believe 54. Um, this uh, this Super Bowl uh, could very well prove to be, from a sports wagering standpoint, the, mo- the biggest, from a handle standpoint, from a dollar standpoint, this could very well be the biggest and most money that we ever see bet on a Super Bowl game. And that's saying something, because we've had some... Uh, we certainly have seen some of these uh, some of these bets before, and the reason being is that there is an awful lot of excitement surrounding the prop market because of who we've got in this game with Patrick Mahomes and company. The uh, the ability to navigate with prop bets, which of course uh, usually get released somewhere around middle of the week. I would say Wednesday or Thursday. I know out in Vegas. Um, they certainly released them on Thursday at the Westgate, uh, who has, uh, over the years, always been the leader when it comes to uh, prop wagering. So uh, once those come out, then anticipate for the rest of the time, right up until kickoff, there will be uh, big opportunities in the prop market because of Patrick Mahomes and company uh, and because of uh, the running game and others in San Francisco there could be a lot of folks very interested, if in nothing else, other than backing some players, some yardage, some touchdowns, a lot more interest, I think, from the prop situation in this upcoming Super Bowl than we have seen in uh, in years past. So I do think also uh, a quick look here at the number as it opened up at relatively a pick across a lot of books. That didn't last long as it was all Kansas City Chiefs money rather early, pushing the line to minus one, minus one and a half in a lot of places around the country here uh, as people are just pounding the Chiefs uh, due to the fact that they look pretty hard to stop, don't they? They look very hard to stop. And it's going to be interesting to see how high the total goes because that too has been pushed up already to 53, 53 and a half in some places uh, after opening up right around that 51 number, that too is getting pushed up. So I don't know how far it will go, uh, but if I was uh, planning on, uh, if you're looking at the total for an opportunity, you may want to hold off due to the fact that, especially if you you think this game might uh, be an under possibility, given the layoff and the defenses and everything else. I mean, let us not lose sight that we know the 49ers Defense has been lights out all year, and they uh, they will provide the toughest test for the Kansas City Chiefs offense that they have seen all year, hands down. Uh, if you're if you're thinking under, then hold off because I definitely think over the next uh, week, almost two weeks, you will uh, without a doubt see this number continue to climb. Uh, how high? I, I don't know what the ceiling is going to be yet, but we've already seen this go up. Two points in a lot of places, 51 to 53, 53 and a half. It might get to 55, guys, 55 and a half. So there will be an opportunity for underbetters to hop on. Now is probably not the time to do it. Give it a couple of days. Let's see what happens. 
And if that's uh, public, like I suspect, is going to continue to hammer the over, well, then there'll be a really good opportunity for uh, for folks to be able to jump in and do a little buyback and hit the uh, hit the under. But now would not be the time. And uh, that game yesterday, of course, was all about the running game of the San Francisco 49ers. They, too, opened up as a seven and a half point favorite. And the interesting part about that is that that seven and a half grew to eight, eight and a half in some places. And heck, there were even a couple of nines out there uh, throughout the uh, throughout the morning yesterday backing the San Francisco 49ers. So, uh, which of course, the problem with that is that a lot of people started changing their mind and going, wow, you know, eight points, Aaron Rodgers, eight and a half points, Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know, eight and eight and a half aren't exactly key numbers of anything. So if you, if you liked Aaron Rodgers at seven and a half, you were going to like him at eight or eight and a half anyway, it shouldn't have been a determining factor for you. Uh, but that would have proved to have been a costly factor for you if you ended up changing your mind and backing the Green Bay Packers yesterday. Uh, it closed in a lot of places at eight. Uh, but of course, like we've always told you here on the show, the game day moves, as far as the market goes, the game day moves, those generally prove to be the ones that will provide you a glimpse into who the professional betters, the big money betters, who they are backing because the limits are off the table come game day. So what we mean by that is that uh, let's say, for instance, you only uh, during the week books uh, cap you at making $3,000 your max bet. Well, on game day, they open it up to $10,000, $15,000, $25,000. That's when all of a sudden you can start to see some line movement uh, happen, and that usually will indicate where the pros are backing. And the pros, uh, a lot of them yesterday, last minute, they were back in San Francisco pushing that line up to eight, eight and a half. The total, it opened at 45. That, too, was getting hammered yesterday. Uh, and all throughout the week, it started to creep up a little bit. Eventually made it to 47, which is where it closed in a lot of places. And, uh, well, it landed on 57, guys. So the over, uh, also, if you were just following the markets and following the money, the over was clearly indicated that that's where the uh, that's where the pros were going. But it's the 49ers, guys. It's the 49ers. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. And some of the trends heading into this game. We'll talk about those coming up next year on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. No timeouts, and now inside of two minutes. Aired out downfield, and picked. Richard Sherman gets his fourth in his postseason career and ends this game. Yeah, how fitting. Good old uh, Richard Sherman there. Picking off Aaron Rodgers uh, to seal the victory, and if it was ever in doubt, uh, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, The final score of 37 to 20 is not even remotely indicative of how one-sided this matchup was. Uh, Don't let a couple of uh, empty netters in the second half uh, fool you because this game was, this game was won and lost in the first half. It was so dominated uh, by the San Francisco 49ers and it was a total failure on the Green Bay Packers side uh, that, yeah, uh, having Richard Sherman go ahead and uh, seal it with a uh, with an interception, uh, a prop that we had certainly mentioned yesterday on Pro Football Today. We had brought up the Richard Sherman INT prop, which was uh, also, I believe, 10 to 1, somewhere around those uh, that mark. It was a uh, it was a good number. And yes, uh, one of uh, two interceptions on the day for um for uh, Aaron Rodgers who had thrown I think four all year and this is now the third failure for Aaron Rodgers and company in a championship game with an opportunity to head to the Super Bowl and it just once again uh, I'm not pinning it on Aaron Rodgers because it was the defense that had no answers for the running game of the San Francisco 49ers at one point, guys, in the first half, you had a 27 heading into uh, going into halftime. We had a 27-point lead, 27 to nothing for the 49ers, and Jimmy Garoppolo had exactly six pass attempts. Six pass attempts and up 27 to nothing. So, uh Again, if you don't have to, and this seems to be the other confusion, if you do not have to pass, then there's really no need to pass. If uh, if the team knows you're going to run, and this becomes the other issue here with Green Bay, which will be debated, I'm sure, throughout the day, uh, Green Bay not only is so ridiculously one-dimensional on offense, uh, defensively, for the success that they did have at points in the season, they ultimately remained a team that was very susceptible to the run. And it showed early on. It showed against really good running teams like the 49ers back in Week 12. And it reared its ugly head again yesterday. And shockingly enough, zero adjustments being made throughout the game. They continued to roll out nickel and dime packages protecting the pass against the 49ers as opposed to trying to beef up and uh, and going, oh, I don't know, uh, extra linemen, extra linebackers, anything other than nickel and dime packages, which proved to be the downfall of that defense because they could not stop anybody. They didn't tackle anybody. Uh, it was laughable 
the effort that the defense uh, put out. Now, as uh, great as the Smith brothers were this year for uh, uh, for Green Bay, uh, they just, yeah, no, it, it was not going to happen there. Great blocking up front, the offensive line for the 49ers. And when a guy like uh, Mostert, uh, Raheem Mostert, can uh, can gash you for 220 yards, guys, and not one, not two, not three. Mostert, left side, another first down carry, and more. How about a touchdown? His fourth touchdown of the ball game. That's four. That's correct. Count them. Four touchdowns for Mostert. And it wasn't as if the Green Bay Packers, Mike Pettin and company, did not know what the 49ers were going to run. Everybody knew we're running the ball. And they still did absolutely nothing to adjust to that. And it ended up costing them big time. And then after the game... Uh, we heard from, uh, well, first and foremost, we heard once again from Richard Sherman. Come back to Seattle. Now you're standing here going to another Super Bowl. What do you have to say to the critics? Minor setback for a major comeback. That's my favorite. That's it. Minor setback for a major comeback. Uh, taking a dig at the uh, at the Seattle Seahawks, who did not uh, want to re-sign him. And, uh, of course, Coach Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, Uh, setting records as well. I think the first uh, father-son combo to be able to make it to a uh, Super Bowl and possibly win one. Uh, That's going on right now, and he talked about Mostert's effort as well. Got a lot of opportunities versus Tampa Bay in week one because Tevin went down with an injury and Brita was um, um, fatigued a couple times from what I remember, and he played unbelievable there. And I mean, he's just earned everything. Yep, and uh, Mostert, don't forget, uh, for those that don't know, this guy... Um, seven stops along the way before he got here. He's been in the league since 2015 and just uh, just didn't catch on anywhere. Shows up with this 49ers team, and voila, uh, he ends up having a record-breaking day on the ground helping this team when Tevin Coleman went down. Uh, it was all mustered all day long, and uh, the kid uh, just dominated uh, the Green Bay Packers, who... Let's face it, Aaron Rodgers, now the third championship game that he has failed in, and oh yeah, throws multiple interceptions in, uh, and that seems to be the M.O., and while the numbers are nice, you know, he's, uh, he only he only missed six or seven passes. He was, what, 31 or 38 or something along those lines? Yeah. Um, the problem is he completed all his passes in the first half, and uh, I think they were, what was he, eight of eight for 30 some odd yards. So while he was uh, while he was completing passes, they weren't going anywhere. And of course, the second half came and then eventually the 49ers defense uh, let up a little bit, uh, gave him an opportunity to score some points. But the truth is uh, Aaron Rodgers fumbling the ball in the first half, a really bad interception, turning the ball over. Uh, yeah, no, that just, uh, not going to get it done being sacked, holding on to the ball too long, 36 years old. You got to wonder and ask yourself how many more of these does he have, uh, in him. And there are some definite holes on that roster that need to be addressed by the green Bay Packers in the off season. We'll see what happens, but congratulations, still a great season when it was all said and done, but you just were not going to get past the 49ers, who the number one seed is the best team in the NFC by far. So now you have it. Number one in the NFC, taking on number two in the AFC, Kansas City, San Francisco. San Francisco with the opportunity, guys, to win their sixth Super Bowl title in franchise history, which puts them on par with not only the Steelers, but also the New England Patriots. So it's been a while. Uh, last time we saw them, a guy named Harbaugh was uh, leading them. A, gay, a guy named uh, Colin Kaepernick was uh, their uh, quarterback. Uh, 2013 was the year. And uh, unfortunately, one Harbaugh lost to another Harbaugh in that, uh, in that battle. But they are back. The 49ers are back after winning just four games last year. They find themselves now heading to Miami. Uh, for a huge opportunity to once again 
be world champions. And it's going to be, I think, uh, a great, great game. And the line tells you everything. The book's uh, pretty much telling you that by opening it up as a pick 'em, these two teams at a neutral field are pretty much dead even, guys, dead even. Uh, and I think contrasting styles make for the best games. You have a team that will have no problem letting their quarterback drop back 60 times and throw it every pass play, every down, uh, going up against a team who would be just as happy to run the ball every damn play of uh, of the game uh, and say, you know what, come and stop us. Uh, defenses playing at an elite level on both sides. Steve Spagnuolo, congratulations, the job that he has done. Don't forget Andy Reid's first move uh, just uh, hours after they lost at home to uh, to New England last year in the championship game was to fire Bob Sutton, a uh, longtime Andy Reid guy, as a defensive coordinator. And he brought in a guy that's uh, used to uh, Super Bowls, has uh, had some success in him as a defensive coordinator. And Spagnuolo has done an amazing job with that defense. An overhaul of the defense, it showed. And uh, great job by them. And meanwhile, the San Francisco 49ers have just continued. They're finally all healthy again on that defensive side of the ball. And the speed in which the 49ers defense plays is just out of control. There is no guessing. Uh, The tackling is superb. These guys fundamentally on the defensive side of the 49ers, they are good for a reason. And any time you can rush four and be that disruptive in the backfield for quarterbacks, that's a problem. And that's really what this is going to be. Can those front four make it uncomfortable enough and contain Patrick Mahomes? And you've got a track team on Kansas City going up against a defense that is fundamentally sound, faster than they've ever seen, uh, and they don't miss a lot of tackles or assignments. So this is going to be, I think, one of the better Super Bowls that we have had in a long, long time here, guys. And I think this is going to be, it is a coin flip. In many aspects, this is a coin flip. And while Kansas City continues to get the money, I do think there will be some buyback at some point, certainly from the uh, certainly from the 49er fan base, as if defense wins championships, it'll be interesting to see which is the best defense lining up there uh, on uh, on Sunday in a couple of weeks in Miami. It's going to be epic and it's going to be an epic day today, too, as well. By the way, a quick note, overs 2-0 and yesterday, AFC NFC championship game overs now. 20 and 11, 65% since 2003. Keep that in mind. Write that in that little uh, sports betting journal that I'm sure you are keeping, uh, noting some things here down along the way, uh, trying to improve your handicapping skills and make yourself a little bit more profitable. Remember that number there. AFC, NFC championship games, 20 and 11, 65% since 2003. And it is going to be a heck of another 13 days here leading up to this event. I can tell you here in Miami uh, where uh, where I sit, it is already um, starting to shape up. The streets uh, are lined with uh, NFL gear, NFL uh, Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl announcements, uh, restaurants, bars, clubs, everything in and around here in Miami uh, is getting ready for what is going to be just an epic party getting ready to celebrate uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers. It's going to be huge. Also, it's going to be hot here as the temperatures remain in the uh, in the mid-80s uh, here for uh, what in no doubt is going to be one hell of a time. And I do believe, I think the last Miami Super Bowl was Peyton Manning, if I'm not mistaken. Peyton Manning taking on the Chicago Bears in what was almost hurricane-like conditions that night. I'll never forget that. Uh, I just, that was one of the old Saints, was it? No, it was the Bears. No, it was the Bears, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they took on the uh, the Bears there. It was uh, because Earl Lacker was in that game. And, uh, and Peyton, when he was uh, a Colt, I believe, still, was the one who ended up being victorious for his first Super Bowl time. Either way, we'll have much more on this game coming up, plus all the action over the weekend. Next year, as we look to make it rain on the grid, 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! The Kansas City win. Andy Reid and company just so excited after the game in order to be able to say, you know what, ready to go. And Andy Reid, uh, obviously, going up to the podium, very excited after the game. And, uh, you know, the Lamar Hunt Trophy, the presentation on the field. Uh, Andy Reid, like a giant uh, like a giant ward on, on his back, trying to get ready to go to a Super Bowl now, finally. Uh, it wasn't going to be one of those scenarios where, oh, again, he can't get past it. Yeah, you know, loses to Tom Brady. There's always something with Andy Reid, right? Well, there wasn't anything uh, yesterday that was preventing him from having a chance to win a Super Bowl trophy. It's one of those games where, again, when you guys kicked it in the gear after an early deficit, it was amazing to watch. How did you guys do it today? Well, Mike's done a nice job with that team, and, uh, man, we're just fired up to be sitting right here. Hey, on three, can we just give it one? How about those cheese? One, two. Having a really good time. Good old Andy Reid there on the uh, on the stage, getting handed that uh, Lamar Hunt Trophy there, winner of the AFC, now moving on. Of course, uh, a lot of his players uh, also spoke about what it means uh, to have Andy Reid as a coach and what it means to uh, what it means to go to the Super Bowl, including Patrick Mahomes. 
No, he didn't. I mean, I think that's the best thing about playing with Coach Reed. Playing for Coach Reed is that he he lets you be who you are. He lets you go out there and and really play the way that you want to play, as long as it's uh, according to the guidelines of how to play the quarterback position. He lets you be who you are. Yeah, it's, uh, and that echoed that sentiment uh, echoed across the uh, across the board there with all the players. Just really do love playing for Andy Reed. Travis Kelsey excited about heading to a uh, heading to a Super Bowl. I'll tell you what, it's been seven years coming, baby. I learned one thing since I've been here. You got to fight for your right to fight! Travis Kelsey, man, busting in the old uh, Beastie Boys uh, drop there. Very, very nice. But uh, listen, Kansas City, there is no doubt uh, the best team out of the AFC, representing the AFC and, and proudly. and. They will go into this game against San Francisco 49ers as a one or at least a one and a half point favorite as of right now. That game opened up as a pick folks, but a lot of money came in quickly on the Kansas City Chief, of course, uh, moving that line a little bit towards uh, KC. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.